morning, and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Friday Roundup. Today, we're going to look back at our week and and share a quick summary of each of our episodes, and hopefully we're going to leave you with some extra encouragement for your weekend. So let's get started and go right back looking at Monday's episode. Monday is always music day, and this week we began talking about some Christmas music with one of my favorite carols, O Holy Night. I have listened to and sung O Holy Night every Christmas of my life, but I had no idea of the story behind it. So we talked about that story on Monday. O Holy Night was written in 1847 by a man named Placide Capot. He was approached by the local priest who wanted Placide to write a poem for the Christmas Mass. Placide proceeded to write the poem. When it was done, he called it Cantique de Noël. He thought it was so good that he wanted to add some music to it. So he took it to a friend of his, Adolphe Adams. Very soon afterwards, Adolphe had the music put together and Cantique de Noël became extremely popular throughout France. A few years later, an American writer named John Dwight heard the song and decided it would be wonderful. So he published the English translation, now known as O Holy Night, to one of his magazines, where it grew in popularity even more. Then in 1906, a scientist named Reginald Fessenden was the very first man to broadcast voice over radio waves. And on Christmas Eve of that year... Reginald recited the nativity story from the book of Luke, and then he played O Holy Night on the violin, the very first voice broadcast and the very first musical broadcast ever to occur on radio. There is some really interesting history behind this very popular hymn. It's still one of the most beautiful, O Holy Night. Tuesday's episode was called Make a Difference, The Letter Writer. It featured a story by a young lady by the name of Emerson, who had a very unique hobby in this day and age. She liked to write letters. So one day, she decided to write a letter to her postman and all the people at the post office, just to thank them for delivering her letters wherever they needed to go. Well, those postal workers responded back, and very soon they became pen pals. But it sort of grew from there. In fact, it actually exploded from there. She became famous for her letters, and people were writing her to write letters to their relatives and friends, which she gladly did. People began to donate stamps and envelopes for her so that she could continue doing it. And she began encouraging people around the world simply by writing letters. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11 says, Encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. And that's what she was doing encouraging other people. Wednesday's episode was called Heart Sight. It was about two men in the hospital, both seriously ill and unable to move from their beds. One man had his bed by the window. The other man had no window. But every day for one hour, the man by the window was raised up in his bed just a little bit. And with his head now at the height of the open window, he began to tell the other man all of the wonderful, beautiful things that he was seeing. When the man whose bed was by the window passed away, the other man asked if his bed could be moved now by the window so that he could see out for himself, which the nurse gladly did. He couldn't wait to be able to see out the window. 
But when he actually had the opportunity to look, all he saw out of his window was a blank wall. He asked the nurse, why did he tell me all of these stories that he couldn't possibly have seen because there's nothing out there to see? The nurse, somewhat surprised, stopped and looked at him and said, because he was blind. But you know, maybe what he was seeing was not with his eyes, but with his heart. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. May the eyes of your heart be enlightened. God tells us that sometimes we can see much more clearly with our heart than we can with our eyes. Our eyes often show us things that are incomplete or incorrect. But when God is working with us and he's showing us things from the inside of us, he can help us stay on the right track and help us find hope when sometimes we are filled with despair or peace when we are filled with anger or fear. The eyes of our heart are powerful. And the more we learn to see that way, the more peace and faith we will have. Yesterday was one of my favorite episodes. It was called Good Surprises, an awesome surprise. I told about a time in the summer when my wife and I went down to the beach to have a takeout burger together. We just settled down when we looked out and saw coming around the corner a pod of killer whales. We watched them for about a half an hour and were absolutely amazed by these incredible animals. And in Psalm 104, verses 24 and 25, it says, How many are your works, Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things, both large and small. If you've never seen a pod of killer whales, especially sort of by accident, like it was that night, you will not understand when I say it was a moving and beautiful experience. It's something that I witnessed that I will never, ever forget. And to think that God placed all of this in this world for us to enjoy and for us to be blessed by. I stand in awe of our powerful, loving God. That's our week, my friends. I hope you enjoyed it. And as usual, I encourage you to attend church on Sunday. Get there with your church family. Sing together. Worship together. Let the pastor's message get into you. Have a great weekend, my friends. And we will talk again on Monday. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.